Welcome, welcome, welcome to the spectacular Sunday, the phenomenal Oh Yes You Are podcast. I am your host, your girlfriend, Lady Million Marviette, enriching women's lives and passionate about helping women embrace they were made for more, tap into who they are, who they were created to be, and live a life purposeful intentionally in the midst of life happening. Remember to learn more about me, your girlfriend, and the purpose of this podcast. You can always go back and listen to my launch episode. If you are joining me for the first time, I am super excited to have you tune in. And if you're a returning listener, thank you so much for sharing your afternoon with me. I am super excited to have you here and be a part of this podcast with me. All right, welcome, 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 Miss Imani Fane. It is such a pleasure to see you, my dear heart. I am super excited to share with all of my listeners on today, this phenomenal, absolutely remarkable young lady that I just recently met and I have been blown away ever since I met you, all right? And awesome. I often say, show me a blessed, phenomenal woman and I'll show you a woman of great triumph. And what's so remarkable about you though, is that you are a young lady that has already tapped in and that is absolutely phenomenal to have already tapped into what God has for you. And all I can say is to God be the glory, to God be the glory, to God be the glory. OMG, you have not seen anything yet. There is so much in store for you and you still have so much life ahead of you. So let's get started. Let's get started. Thank you so much. Let me introduce you, all right, and we will get started. So as I stated, listeners, Miss Imani is a young, 27-year young lady, woman of God, born in Rochester, New York, and was raised in Nashville. Check this out, 27 years old. She is a certified life coach, founder of the Women's Empowerment Group called The Queendom, and I had to wear my queen shirt for you today. Yes! to wear my queen bling shirt for you on today. So the Women's <laughs> Empowerment Group, as I stated, is called the Queendom. You are truly, she is truly passionate about women and their purpose, helping them to heal and to learn self-love, self-care, so that they may discover their full purpose and live a more meaningful and fulfilling life. And so we are so excited to have you with us today. So listeners, let's give it up for Miss Imani Faye. Yes, 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 yes. Thank you. Thank you so much. I am so glad to be here. Oh my gosh, I'm so glad that God connected us to each other. And oh, I'm just so blessed. Ever since I just got that DM from you, I have just been... <laughs> Oh my gosh, so inspired, so just blown away by what you have been doing. And it also has just been such confirmation on the things that I've been doing. So thank you for having me. You are so absolutely welcome. And like I said, we're super excited and ecstatic that you are with us. And so let's talk about life. 
from your generation, from your perspective, how are you 27 already a certified life coach, already have tapped into knowing that your purpose is not about you, it's bigger than you, but it does require you. And you already have a women's group that is focused and centered around ensuring that women are healed and understanding and rediscovering their purpose. How does a 27 year old already end up there? So kind of take me on the journey. Oh, yes. Well, thank you so much for all of those acknowledgements first. Um, but I, I literally would have to first say, God, I got to give him the glory. I have to start by giving God the glory because I feel like it's not until you really tap in with God that these type of things start being revealed. And it doesn't really matter what age or, you know, whatever. It's just kind of about where you are at in life and I have been through a time where I've moved 23 times between Rochester and Nashville so very kind of unstable in a lot of different ways so to say and just have gone through times where I've always been like in these relationships or situationships. And with going through my journey, I've experienced pain. I've experienced trauma. I've experienced, you know, different types of abuse. And so I feel like with all of these things, God will start to use them as a story, that testimony, so that you can then inspire other people to let them know that, well, if I went through all of this and got through it and I'm still living to tell the story, then you can do the same exact thing. And so I feel like um, when the pandemic hit, it literally, that was that first time really being alone, really experiencing solitude. And with that, it's like, it kind of triggers something in you. A lot of people can't spend time by themselves. A lot of people are afraid to be alone because when you're alone, those thoughts start to go and, you know, your mind starts to race and, you know, things start coming to the surface that you normally can kind of push down because you're so involved with like everybody else in their life. So I'm during COVID, you know, lost both my jobs and I'm just home and I'm just like, okay, enough is enough. Like I'm tired of not feeling worthy. I'm tired of feeling shame. I'm tired of feeling like I'm just not good enough for people or certain situations. And it's like, I just started getting close to God. And I, and it's like, I was just praying to him because I was at a breaking point and I'm like, what can I do? And it's like, as soon as you can partner with him, he just starts revealing so much to you. So I, my mother actually, she connected me and my best friend to a life coach. And as I'm being coach, I'm like, this is what I could do. This speaks to my spirit. This is something that I'm passionate about. I've always been passionate about empowering other women. I've always been the friend that you can call on to confide in. I've always kind of been this, um, you know, free therapist for a lot of my friends and family. <laughs> who, you know, now y'all can expect the invoice to come from. Right, no, right. But <laughs> right. Like, I've always kind of been that. And I feel like with God, he, he knows you so well and he puts these things inside of you and these ideas and these characteristics inside of you from the day that you're born into this world to where you just start going through a path of, un, you know, discovering who you are, what you have to give, what you have to offer. And so once I did, you know, go ahead on that journey of learning to love myself in the way that God loves me, lo looking to see myself in the way that he sees me. That's when I started taking account of the people in my life and who 
made me to go. I started taking account of how I speak to myself, how I speak over my life. And I just started becoming so aware of, of me, of Imani, of myself. And with Imani meaning faith, um, that's kind of where the name came from, queen of faith. But always, of course, as a believer, you're always taught that faith, you know, you have to have that faith. Faith without works is dead. So it's just kind of like that just even motivated me more because I'm like, this is my name. This is my meaning of my name. So if you discover that purpose, it's just kind of like, wow, okay, this is not just for me. This is way bigger than me. And I'm assigned to so many lives that I, I have to step up to the plate and I have to do something to make that difference. So that's just kind of how I've gotten wow. into and. Oh my gosh, it is not easy, but it's so worth it. It's it so worth it. Well, you just said a key thing that I always tell women, we all have women assigned to us and we are holding or can be holding back someone's destiny because we are not in place. And so when you get in place and rise up and step in your rightful place, then you give permission to all of the women that are assigned to you to do the same and follow suit. So kudos to you for embracing that you had women assigned to you and that you needed to answer the call. You needed to answer the call. So I loved hearing you say, you know, being in your 20s and going through different things, ups and downs. Did you ever at one point, sometimes 20 year olds struggle with their identity? When you have a seed as powerful as the seed that has been in you, that has now manifested and continuing to germinate, when you have seeds in you like that, it's at an early age. And so a lot of times in teenage years and young adult ages, you are torn between stepping into your calling so young and maybe thinking, oh my God, no, I still need to have fun. I still need to, to be in the mix with other young people. So did you ever have this tug? Yes, um, I definitely had that tug. And for me, it just came to a point where I'm always people pleasing. I'm always kind of worried about everyone else. I'm always, you know, worried about how can I help? How can I you know, be a, a benefit to someone. And I, and at first I thought that was such a great quality to have. And of course it still is, but in a sense, I had to realize that I was only feeling validated by those that I helped. And without doing something for someone, I didn't feel worthy. I didn't feel validated. So I kind of had gotten through that stage of like wanting to be out here turning up or all this and that because from a young age I have always kind of wanted um, marriage and a family you know from a very young age so I feel like I was able to get through that part but the hardest struggle has been um, not being worried about what other people think not not letting what's best for me um, seem like it, it's detrimental to someone else because I would have it in my mind that if I don't help, then they're not going to be helped. And that's where I, I feel like it's also clear to get, you know, get that clear understanding of who's assigned to you and who's not because some people are not your assignment. So they're not going to get what, what you're giving them. They're going to take from you. And I realized that when you go through those situations, they definitely build you. But while you're going through that in the moment, it's very hard. So I went through just different phases of kind of forgiving people and, and keeping people in my life and space that I knew their time was up. 
And I always would kind of be like, well, you know, fighting against it. Like, no, God, but I love him. Or no, God, but that's been my, you know, friend for however long. And it'd be like, no, like you can't, you can't keep it all. You can't keep everyone. And that's when I started to really learn that, you know, everyone has a time frame in your life. They're there for lessons, lessons, and you just have to take your time and learn whatever it is that they're supposed to teach you. And I learned that when you kind of stop holding on to people and you kind of let them go, kind of when you can realize that their time is up, it just helps the process. It just makes it a little bit easier, a little bit smoother. And so I would say that that's one of the things I just kind of always battled with. And even still to this day to where I have such love for people that it's hard when your mindsets no longer match up or your goals don't really align, you know, and you want to start getting around people who do have the same mindsets as you, who do have, you know, the same similar goals and ambitions, because if not, you'll be out of alignment. And then you'll be like, well, why do I feel off whenever I hang out with this person? Or, you know, why is this? So I would say that I know that that's something that's very tough to go through and deal with when you're kind of in this journey, but it's worth it. You can't take everybody with you and neither would you want to. Those that are not supposed to be there with you, you have to be okay with understanding God. God didn't call them for that season of your life. And it's okay. And it's okay. It is absolutely okay. And not everyone, as we were discussing the other day, has the same spiritual journey as you. Not everyone has the same spiritual walk as you do. And not everyone is going to the same place that you are going to because it costs you. People look at at you and they don't understand it cost you to be you right that was a cost that you have paid and so talk about being young and being alone when you are such a people person and during this pandemic and depression did you ever have to fight (laughs) depression Yes, yes. And oh, glory to God that I'm even here able to talk to you because not only have I dealt with depression, but also, you know, suicidal thoughts. Like we have to talk about it and acknowledge it because it's real, especially during the pandemic. Like I said, most people don't spend that much time alone or socially away, you know, distance from people. And so it's just like being alone into myself and really having to kind of dig deep and evaluate my life and say like, well, where am I? How did I get here? So make an acknowledgement of the past mistakes, lessons, lessons that I have experienced, and then just getting clear on, okay, well, where am I going? What am I trying to do with my life? Like, where am I headed? And it's just like, that depression, oh my gosh, I'm such an advocate for mental health because it, it, it just can ruin you. It really can take your life away. That's why I never understood why they say, oh, stress can kill you. And it's like, how oh, can that yes. you? But now I understand because when you're in like the survival mode and you're literally trying to just stay in your right mind, that's why I thank God every day. Thank you, God, for me being in my right mind because it's like I've been out of my mind before and I've wanted to take my life because of it. I, I've had points where, you know, I've, I have people that have taken their lives. I, we see it all the time, especially when you're isolated. It's like 
it can be such a blessing and a curse in one right. because awakenings are so powerful but when you're not used to that or when you're not you know in full acceptance of how you're living your life it can be very shocking you know and very um traumatizing it can be traumatizing and so i felt like with having these kind of like abandonment issues and codependency issues you know and these because of the way i've lived my life all these years it was just kind of like wow this is different but I started to tap into things that I really enjoy that I didn't even know I was putting all this time out in the in the world with other people that I, I didn't even know who Imani was and I didn't even know how wonderful she was until I really started to spend that time alone and then I feel like that's when God started to be like these are your gifts these are your talents you know and you start to recognize things and then you're like Hmm, well, I want to help everyone recognize it because this feeling is just so good. And I'm like, I've been searching for this type of love or affection, you know, for so long. And I'm like, wow, this, I, it comes from the source. This is who right. gives me, you know, everything that I need and more. And that's why I always tell people when you do start a self-love journey, you first have to be in connection with God. You have to give, you know, like credit to who created you who is putting these ideas in your mind who's giving you the power and the strength to keep getting through these situations that you did not think you would survive and so it's like once you kind of get that first step now then it's like he just starts opening those doors opportunities and blessing you and i wanted to also say that a lot of people will feel unqualified for our desires and so one prayer that sarah jakes roberts has taught me is god please qualify my desires or if you can't take them away and that was just so deep for me because i was just like wow where where would i get these ideas from like where would i get this thought that I can truly change so many lives if it wasn't, you know, glorifying to God, if it wasn't from Him. So I feel like when you kind of start getting these things into play, which are very hard to do when you have so many other influences around you. So when you do get in that isolation period, you really do start to grow because you start to acknowledge things within yourself that may, you know, be bad habits, that may be, you know, things that need to be reconsidered and reevaluated. And when you can do that and kind of start taking inventory of your life and keeping what's good and getting rid of what's not, you can really start to see the difference in the way life just flows for you. Right, right. I'm so impressed and happy to hear that you did not use worldly addictions to pacify, to put the bandage on, to engage in, to help mask the pain. Yeah. I was listening to a video today and it talked about how so many people in society are running to various sorts of things yeah. to mask the pain. And it's just that people do not really want to sit still because you have to sit in it. You have mm -hmm. to own your truth as to where your life is right now, whether it is at someone else's doing or at your own doing. Right. And embracing that God has allowed everything to happen up until this point for a particular reason. And his reason is always one thing only, and that is to get us closer to him. 
Yeah. It's always just to get you to dig deep. So I want to kudos to you. Yeah. So many people during the pandemic, their alcoholism was exposed and different uh, different other drug addictions, whether it was pills or something that they were able to access that was exposed that people really rely on a lot of dependencies for things to help them cope with this journey called life yeah and so to hear you so young be able to realize and look to the source so tell me how much of this journey will you say the life coach played a part in for you um yes well i would say that I didn't really realize I wanted to be a life coach until 2020. And so now that we're coming up on 2022, it's like, it's crazy that it's almost been two years already that I've been kind of just operating in this space. And I will be honest and say that a lot of times because of the way that my personal life is looking or my personal circumstances, I let it quiet my voice that God has given me towards other women. And I just want to say that is so important not to do because it's like now I'm starting to realize that when I go through these seasons where I really do feel you know unqualified or like God, are you sure this is my calling because I don't know how you got that from me it's just kind of <laughs> like when I go through those stages I'm just kind of like okay no it's a reason and if I'm going through this this pain has purpose so that's why I always love to say like turn that pain to power because I've learned in this time of about uh, the last year and a half that you can use everything that broke you to build you back up and build you into a version of such an amazing person it doesn't matter what you've been through where you came from that everyone has a story and i love that it's like god can just make you so different he really does come and just clean you up and when he does this it's such an amazing thing because you'd be like wow i, I just felt so unworthy of what you have called me for and then when you start walking in it you're like wow I'm, this is really happening for me and if it's happening for me then it can happen for you too and so it is all that always that motivation to keep on pushing through keep on going even if you have to take a little break but really that's where knowing yourself comes into play because I can tell and identify now when my cup is running a little low and I've learned to establish you know sources to fill me back up um, my sisterhood that I have with four other women it has been so powerful you know and so getting that first hand of how a sisterhood or just having you know safe spaces and people that you can really depend on or for support and love no matter what you're going through or where you're at in life those are big things and so I really pride myself on being that for people even strangers I'm always talking to someone because I'm just like everyone's going through something we can all relate to pain if nothing else and right. it's just you never know what how that how you treat someone or what you do for them or talk to them about can really change their lives and I feel like you know the goal is for all of us to live great fulfilled lives you know and I think that that's what God wants for us my favorite favorite scripture is Jeremiah 29 and 11 yeah that is just my favorite because it speaks to me so much that he doesn't want to harm us he wants us to 
prosper and he wants to give us hope in a future and so it's like when you think of those words because you specifically when you told me the other day like think of a scripture that you can come to that you know whenever you're feeling any type of way and let that just build you back up I had to think about that and I'm like this is my scripture because I know that I, I need to be present in, in the moment, but also always preparing for that future because I know that he said that that future, it, it's full of hope and, and it's waiting for me. And so I just, oh my gosh, I get so excited because it's like, <laughs> this is so powerful. And then I yes. know how powerful God is. And if, if he's in us, then how can we not be as powerful? How can you not be? You were created in his image and his likeness. Therefore, you are fearless. You yes. are absolutely fearless, unique, beautiful, wonderfully made. And so you have to just embrace that. And you brought up a couple things. And that is once you really tap into knowing exactly who you are according to the source. Yes. Knowing who you are according to the word of God and embracing that. Not just hearing it, but embracing it and allowing it to penetrate your heart as well as allowing it to shape and mold your thoughts and your mindset about you. How do you see yourself? That is just absolutely the beginning. Right. Absolutely the beginning. And then once you do that, you talked about intensely knowing who you are and being in tune. I say all the time, you have to become in tune to you so that you know your triggers. I yeah. know my triggers. And so when you know your triggers, because you already know them, then you have the power to put in place something to combat those triggers. Yeah. When your mind is talking to you, you don't sit there and co-sign, you immediately do a rebuttal. And right. so you rebuttal it, with the positive, like I said the other day, rebuttal it with the scripture. If you know one thought that will send you somewhere, then you automatically have the opposite, which of course will be the positive. And it's not just what you're saying, it is the word of God. Right. The word of God is the one thing that cannot change, will not change, has been promised to not return void, will be that which it was sent out to do. So you put the word of God in place, in action, and it's almost like you are always ready for comeback. You're wow. always ready. You are absolutely always ready. And you just said, although you may be in the present moment of something, you are always preparing yourself for your future. And I love you said your power, turn your pain into power. Yes. You've <laughs> heard, heard down through the years, your pain is your purpose and all that. But turning that pain into power, let it juice you, let it fuel you. Yes. You know, and it's one of those, oh, I'll show you better than I can tell you. Okay. Let it propel you to step in your greater, walk in your greater. And you also talked about you live such a fulfilled life once you finally yield. Yeah. Finally yield. But you know, you wrestle, you wrestle with you. I teach women, stop wrestling with you. There comes a season in your life where it's not about everybody else around you. It's not even about what has happened to you. It's not even about your childhood after you become of a certain age. You have to let that stuff go mm -hmm. and stop wrestling with 
you. And you begin to birth and you begin to birth and you begin to birth. I remember you sharing with me your board, all the things you've written on your board that you want to do. And seeing that is a part of write the vision, make it plain. So putting it out there, everything that God is putting you, the desires he's giving you to do, dream big because he's a big God and put it out there for yourself to see it. So tell me about this board behind you. Is this some type of goal poster, vision board behind you? Yes. So this right behind me is just my 2022 vision board. So it does have, you know, some different things on it that I would like to accomplish important to me so of course we have like god manifest space wealth mental health and wellness um finding your magic getting back in the game Mm -hmm. a peaceful home living out her dreams glow up your body mindfulness and meditation healthy eating the year of radical self-care radical Radical. (laughs) yeah so those are just some things because it's like as a life coach the great thing about that is it's exposed me to different tips and tricks and tools and things that I can use to start seeing my life show in ways that I want it to and so when you have a vision board and you look at that every single day it puts it in your subconscious mind of what you want and I also I just do a bunch of little things like at nighttime I always fall asleep to some type of either like prayer or like meditation or affirmations because it's like if I can get it deep down in there then I know that's where it's supposed to be so that it can then start to come out in real life so I'm just like, okay, if I have these visions and and these dreams or these goals that I that I see without seeing just yet, I know that they can come to fruition. And that's what I have to work for every day. And that's why I also have been telling people, you know, those daily to-do lists, they're yes. so powerful. Even if you just put two, three things on there, because we get so caught up in our day, time kind of goes so fast now. And it's like, well, dang, I didn't do anything productive today or I didn't accomplish anything. But if you get in these little habits and just, okay, let me just put this on the to-do list. Let me make my vision board and see it every day. Let me write out my thoughts and emotions. Like when you start to do these certain things, you can see the change in your mindset and your life and the way you're you're feeling about yourself. And then other people notice it. Like I can say that, you know, whenever I go somewhere, people seem to be kind of like drawn or like, you know, they feel the energy or they can tell my presence and, and I can tell myself when I'm not feeling myself or when, yes. you know, I'm having a bad attitude or when I'm being in a negative state of mind and it's so contagious that it'll affect somebody else. So where now they got an attitude because right. it's like, it's such power in the energy that I'm, I'm harvesting, you know? Yes. So it's just like, I have to be cautious of this and how I'm using it or, you know, which way I'm showing up in the world. And showing up, yes, yes, how are you showing up in the world? And when you ask yourself that question, or you just reflect and be like, okay, well, when my time is up to go be with God, what do I want to leave here, you know, on this earth? What is my impact? Yes, so it's like when you start to get deeper into those type of thoughts your your daily habits start to change and so much just kind of starts to change and it is scary i realized that you know a lot of us don't do it because 
we're comfortable being comfortable. And when you step into the unknown, when you do start getting out your comfort zone, it's intimidating. It is. And it's scary. And that's why it's also important for me to be that support for a woman to be like, hey, you know, I got your hand. And when it's time to let it go, I'm going to let it go. And, and that's because it's like, in a sense, I didn't have that. And I kind of had to do a lot of healing and things on my own um, just because the way my life, you know, has been set up. And so it's like, I don't want that for as many other women that I can help it for. If I can, you know, be connected to this many and then everyone I'm connected to is connected to someone. And, you know, that's why I'm like, we have such a goal. Um, one of my favorites is Devon Franklin. And he has this idea of, if I can help you become whole within yourself, you'll then start to date better. If you date better, you'll marry better. If you marry better, we'll community better. So it's like, it's a whole effect because of course, my generation is kind of, you know, a little wonky out here when it comes to <laughs> God and, you know, just kind of how people are starting to live their lives and things now. And it's just kind of like, for me personally, I experience the most joy and the most peace when I am tapped into God and when I am doing his work. And that's what I realized that also kind of growing up in a Christian lifestyle and background, you get these ideas that you can't have fun or you can't dress right. a certain way or be a, you know, talk a certain way or, or whatever, but it's like, no, he really does take you for however you are, come as you are. So it's like, I also feel like it's really important to get that message out there because I feel like a lot of people kind of shy away from tapping in with God because they have so much shame and they have these examples of what, you know, it should look like. And I don't really feel like those have been the best examples. And right. so I'm trying to create a new example of how you can, how you can love God and still, you know, love to look good or how you can love God and still, you know, know how to have fun and know how to, you know, turn up a little bit when you want to. Like, it's nothing wrong with it. It's just you start to go about things in a different way. You can still do similar things, but just in a different way. And you start to learn that old things you engage with, it's not even that fun or interesting anymore. You start to see that, okay, when I do serve this big God, big great things do happen that I couldn't even have put my mind to when I was in a different mindset, so. Wow. Yes. <laughs> you are a ball of joy. Thank you. <laughs> ball of joy. So tell us as we wrap up, how can people connect with you? Other young ladies, how do they connect and be a part of Kingdom? Yes, of course. So um, you can always find me on Facebook, Imani Fain, I-M-A-N-I. F-A-Y-N-E, that's my Facebook. Um, from there, you can be my friend and then I can invite you to the private Facebook group, The Queendom. And then I also have Instagram. It's gonna be Queen of Faith with three H's at the end. And on there, you can see some of my content, um, different self-love journal challenges and things that I've done and always trying to motivate and, you know, post things that will encourage other women. So definitely connect to me because I would love to hear anyone's story or help in any way that I can. Wow. Listeners, 
definitely make sure you connect with this beautiful, beautiful, vibrant young lady, full of joy, full of God's glory, full of his purpose. So what can we expect from Queendom? Yeah, so what you can expect from Queendom is uh, one-on-one life coaching sessions, group coaching sessions. Um, We're starting to do events to where some will be virtual, some will be in person, working on having them in different cities and states, um, hopefully internationally soon as well, not hopefully, will be internationally at some point um, and also getting into healing retreats to where we set up a whole you know group of girls to go travel somewhere beautiful and really heal through these issues and traumas that we have inside of us that are holding us back from being our best self so I definitely have a lot in store, um, podcasts coming soon. I've been writing different things. Um, I'm writing something on how to deal with grief because recently I lost one of my best friends um, who was also um, an ex for many years. And so Trayvon Burgess, you know, I I definitely have been changed by losing him um, in a positive way. I didn't think God could do that, but he does, you know, turn things very positive when they are very tragic sometimes. So um, I definitely have some things coming for you guys. Yes, we are excited. Super excited. You stay right there. Continue to be in the vein of God. Continue to walk with him hand in hand. Don't let up. Don't step back. Just continue to put one foot in front of the other. And even when life begins to happen for you, you just remember it's only temporary and that God is still moving and taking you on a journey and he still has 25, 29 and 11 and expected in for you. All right. Yes. 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 Let's give it up for one more time for Imani Fane. Such Thank a pleasure to be with us so on today. Such a pleasure. And so... As we close out, I just want to remind women, this is phenomenal. Oh, yes, you are. Where we create a safe space for I can't stop, don't stop. Girlfriends, we absolutely won't let you stop until you birth all that God has invested in you and you die empty. Until next time, God made you great. Be great. Yes, thank you. (laughs) You are so welcome. Your attention on what really matters